Welcome back to another episode of Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. We are continuing our quest for freedom this week, and this is part two. Last week, we focused a bit on your vision. And although a lot of people may think that's fluffy, vision really is what will drive your motivation, especially if it's an exciting vision that you really can see for your practice. And having that vision, communicating it clearly, and then of course it modifies as you go along a little bit. But that is what will drive so many things in your practice, so I don't want you to underestimate that. And today we're, we're moving on to something that may seem a little bit contrary to freedom, and that is having a plan and being involved. That's our focus for today. And let me tell you exactly why. It does sound like it's the opposite of freedom. However, when done properly, even with some delegation, it can actually feel very light and it gives you some peace of mind. And peace of mind is ultimately what will also bring you freedom because you're not waking up at three in the morning and wondering exactly did something get done? Where are your finances? How's that marketing campaign going? What's your numbers? You can actually have some peace of mind which brings you freedom. So let's talk a little bit about that. So first of all is the planning process. So you wanna have a plan. And I know I'm a big planner, but I know that that brings a sense of calm for me and it also provides guidance for our team and while they're all very self-directed sometimes you know we have to give them an outcome and then starting out with a plan in place is very helpful to get things moving and also provide you with checkpoints along the way in order to be able to monitor your progress. So whenever we're starting something new or we have a new service or we have something that's a big implementation, it could be a new computer system, something that we're offering, a new marketing campaign, uh, anything like that, I go ahead and I create what we call a blueprint. I do it for practices all over the place. But the blueprints are actually so helpful because it takes a look at where you are, where you want to be, so a little bit of a gap analysis, and then what we do is we actually look at what your goal is and then what are the logical steps that are going to get you there. Not only that, but who's responsible for each step along the way and what is the deadline. I know people don't want to take the time to do that's what that's why sometimes I do it for them, but it really is so helpful to provide you with a methodology to follow through on that. So having a plan is really helpful. I do this too anytime I have a frustration in the office. It might not be in the same formal blueprint procedure uh, or process, but anytime we have a frustration, we kind of sit down, we get back to the basics, we try to simplify things, we brainstorm, we prioritize, we strategize, we decide what next actions we're going to take, who's responsible, when it's due, and then it just gets done. And it provides so much more peace of mind and freedom for yourself. So that's the first part is really that planning part. The next part is involvement. Now, I have managed many practices and consulted with many practices and a lot of different leaders, they operate in different ways and they're all okay. Some I've managed just are saying like, Carol, take care of it. I just don't wanna to have to worry about it. I'm busy with patient care and I get that totally. But even when I was in that situation and I was told to just manage everything, I'm happy doing that. That works fine for me. But I also created very strict reporting mechanisms so that whoever it was that I was running their practice or working with, whether it's my husband or other physicians, they actually know at a glance, whether it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, they have their reports. And we discuss that. I kind of give them my synopsis and I'm very specific about that. They ask questions and they also have then that peace of mind. So having the availability of being hands-on or not, if you want to be one of those 
list delegators, that's fine. I've also worked with many physicians who are very much detail oriented and they want to know everything almost to the point of micromanagement, which isn't really helpful all the time. However, even in those cases, there's nothing to hide. You provide what it is that they need, let them take a look, let them take over whatever they want, and it can be a beautiful thing. So you can have a variety of ways to manage that. And what I encourage you to do is to focus on your particular area of genius and what it is that you enjoy. So for example, if you really love patient care, which I'm sure all of you clinicians do, that's what we do. You love patient care and you also really like finances, then get yourself really involved in that and delegate some of the other ones to people on your team or trustworthy consultants or other businesses that provide those sorts of services. But be very careful not to get there. I could go into a whole nother thing about when you're uh, working with someone else and what to watch out for. However, uh, you can do that right within your practice. So if that's your zone of genius and you really don't like marketing or any of the other systems that have to be in place in terms of human resource, onboarding, uh, you're managing your team, motivating your team, doing all the patient education, uh, all those other things. If you don't like that, then you can outsource that within your practice or outside of your practice. Even some physicians I work with are using virtual assistants. And uh, so that can work too. But focus on your area of genius and then also delegate some of the others, but require regular reporting, whether it's weekly, we do weekly reports for some things, monthly, quarterly, annually, require those reports, take the time to look through them, make sure that you do not have surprises along the way. If you are involved, you're much less likely to have some of those terrible things that we have all seen happen. It's much less likely you're gonna have somebody embezzling in your practice. It's much, it's much less likely that you have some saboteur out there in your uh, practice who is somehow driving some of your best team members away because they're so frustrated. It also keeps you top of mind in terms of your finances so that you don't get that uh, your administrator coming in at the end of the year and saying, hey, by the way, we're a little bit short, so it's coming out of your paycheck, or we're not funding retirement this year. And I know it sounds terrible, but these things happen more often than what you may realize, particularly with where uh, sometimes healthcare is today. So you need to stay on top of that. And that is my encouragement for you today. So we talked about a vision today. We talked about creating freedom by having peace of mind with a, a set plan for the things that you want to implement to attain your vision and then also staying involved in a variety of different ways. So I hope you found that helpful. Next week, we are moving on to two more things that will bring you freedom in your practice and I can't wait. I'm so excited about that. There is nothing like looking, uh, working with somebody who really does have that uh, sense of freedom, peace of mind, and it just lets things evolve into a much more creative uh, and desirable uh, manner in your practice for you, for your patients, for your team, because everybody feels that. So I hope you found this helpful. There is also a free resource that goes along with all four of these trainings. Go to weightlosspracticebuilder.com forward slash free. You will find it there. And if there's anything I can do to help, reach out to me, carol, K-A-R-O-L at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. In the meantime, I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you.